Welcome to the State Bar of Texas podcast, your monthly source for conversations and curated content to improve your law practice with your host, Rocky Deer. Hi, and welcome to the State Bar of Texas podcast. So I'm glad that we're talking now because I need to clear up a bit of confusion. Some people think that I work for the State Bar of Texas. And how do I know this? Well, it's because I often get asked how much the State Bar pays me to host this podcast. The answer is zero. I'm a volunteer. I'm not an employee of the State Bar of Texas. I do this hosting thing because, as a Texas lawyer, I've come to realize that we have probably the best State Bar in the entire country. Sorry, other 49 states. What makes our State Bar so superlative? It's the staff. Seriously, it's the State Bar of Texas staff. They're amazing. And I say this as someone who is not a staff member. Now, I get it. We are legal professionals. We need evidence, right? So you need evidence of my big assertion. So here's the thing. The centerpiece of my case in chief is not admissible. At least not yet. But it will be. Soon. Very soon. It's, it's a new website by the State Bar's Law Practice Resources Division. That website is www. TexasBarPractice.com. www.texasbarpractice.com. The website is dedicated to helping Texas legal professionals find the tools that they need to make their practices and, frankly, their days easier to navigate and more effective. Now, I got a sneak peek at a few of the pages of this website, and I got to say, now I'm going to sound like a huge nerd here, I am truly stoked at the depth of this new site. It's going to be super cool. And here's something else that's super cool. We get to learn more about this website from the woman who helped spearhead its creation. Her name is Sharon Sandal. Now, remember when I extolled the awesomeness of our State Bar staff? Yeah, well, Sharon is a member of that group. She's the State Bar Director of the Law Practice Resources Division, a position she has held since 2016. She's been with the State Bar since 2005, so she has plenty of history of awesomeness and a heck of a lot of street cred. But wait, there's more. She's not just a staff member at the State Bar. She's also an actual member. She graduated from UT Law and has dedicated her career to serving her profession from the other side. This also means that Sharon knows a thing or two about the practice of law and how to make it easier. So we've got yet another amazing resource right here at our fingertips as Texas lawyers. So without further ado, Sharon, welcome to the State Bar of Texas podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think back, and I think you might be the first official staff member to be a guest on the podcast. I think that's pretty cool. That is cool, and and I'm surprised by that, but um, <laughs> but wow, what an honor. Well, I, I take that back. We've had Trey Apfel as the executive director, but, you know, he's he's like a big muckety-muck, and now and now we've got one of the directors, <laughs> and so it's 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 actually really cool to to have somebody who's who's at the front lines working on some of the new stuff. It's it, it sounds like you guys have been staying busy during the pandemic. It's no sleep yes. for the weary. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, we've, we've definitely been staying busy. Uh, I think at times busier than we've ever been. Uh, we were up and running about a uh, couple days after the, the law center in Austin closed down. Uh, sure. We had all of our staff working from home and we were up and running and uh, didn't really miss a beat. Uh, it was it was an interesting uh, time because we were in the middle of working on this new website, and so we had to drop everything for a couple of days, get set up at home, and and then just keep going with it. 
Well, okay, so let's talk about the website here for a second. It's www.texasbarpractice.com, right? Do, right. I, do I have that right? Okay, so yes. now, how long has this been in the making? Uh, we probably came up with the idea for it about a year ago, uh, but in the making, it, it's really been longer than that because what we tried to do with this website is we tried to think about all the questions that we had been getting from state bar members about law practice management, all the concerns that we were getting from customers who buy the Texas Bar Books products, mm -hmm. uh, all the all the things that we had been hearing from uh, Texas lawyers over the years kind of went into how we designed this website. We tried to think really hard about what people needed and what people wanted for their practice, what would make their lives easier. And then we tried to, to create a website that would do that. Although the idea for it was really about a year ago, there, there's probably been at least a decade or more of work put into it in terms of, of the experience that we've gained in, in working with Texas lawyers over the years. Uh, but we came up with this idea about a year ago and, and we really started working on it in January. I mean, thank goodness that the that the domain name was available, texasbarpractice.com. <laughs> How much would that's, that have sucked if that was just taken? <laughs> that's true. We'd have thought of something else, but it was it was lucky that lucky that we were able to get that one. Yeah. <laughs> Lawyers ice cream bars or something. I don't know. We'd have we'd have found something else. But you said you you got feedback from a lot of Texas lawyers. So was this was this all based on feedback that came to you, or did you go out and survey people to kind of figure out what types of things they'd want to see? How, how did you how did you sort of compile the types of information that would be presented on the site? A lot of different ways. We have done focus groups over the years, and that has helped us a lot. But we've also, for a long time now, we've been tracking um, what kinds of phone calls and emails and questions that we get from lawyers who call us up or send us in a question or come to us with a problem. And uh, we look at that internally in the Law Practice Resources Division. We've got, we have meetings um, every month where we look at those particular questions and concerns that, that we're hearing about. And then we also have a Law Practice Management Committee. And that committee is also keeping track of what kinds of questions are we getting? What kinds of concerns are, are we hearing? And then we try to tailor both the, the content that we come up with but also, we try to tailor the way the uh, our website works to to kind of deal with those concerns. Well, all right. So we'll talk about what's actually going to be in the website in just a couple of seconds, because based on the preview that I saw, there's going to be some cool stuff in there, and and so I I want everybody to hear about this because I think they're they're going to love it. But talk to us about the goal. You know, we've already we've already got our our actual Texas Bar website. So what's the goal of creating a separate and distinct website? From our current one? Well, really, the goal is that we wanted to create a website that lawyers could go to when they are looking for something to help them in their practice. We feel like lawyers in Texas, they, they want to have a healthy practice. They want to have a successful practice. And there are a lot of things that go into that. It's, it's not just the substantive resources like a, a book about pattern jury charges or a book about family law. But it's also advice on how to keep your practice running. What kinds of technology should you be using? Uh, what kinds of security do you need to have for your law firm? Uh, what kinds of billing practices make sense for you? And so all of those resources 
are useful for attorneys, and we wanted to put them all in one place. Uh, before this website's launch, there were really a, a multitude of different sites. There's the main state bar site, but there's also a Texas Bar Books website where you can sure. go to, to find books. There's also a law practice management website where you can go to find those kinds of resources. That didn't make a whole lot of sense. Makes a lot more sense to put them in one place. And we're hoping that um, it's, it's a place that attorneys will want to visit regularly because they're finding things that are useful for them. Well, so it's it's interesting because you know, I know as a Texas lawyer, and I'm, I'm someone who knows a lot of the folks that work at the state bar, and yet I find even I don't know all the resources that the state bar has to offer. And I mean, that's kind of a confession on my part that I'm ignorant on a lot of that. But it's it sounds like maybe is this kind of tailored towards putting all the resources in one accessible place? Or does it go beyond that? I mean, kind of walk me through. And, and also, how does this differ from the actual Texas bar homepage. You know, so why would somebody come to Texas Bar practice versus just going to Texas Bar? That's a great question. And, uh, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right that one of the challenges that the State Bar has is that we really do so much. There are, are so many different programs. There are so many different resources. And it can be really hard to find exactly what you need from the State Bar. The departments at the bar span um, everything from membership and CLE sure. and books. And, uh, you know, it can it can be kind of like a labyrinth trying to, mm -hmm. to find your way through. And I think that the State Bar's website is great, but it is definitely a place where people go to do things like pay their dues and um, <laughs> take <laughs> take a look at, you know, have I have I got my CLE credits for the year, sure. things like that. Uh, we wanted to create a place that that really was not so much what you need in terms of dealing with the the state bar and the the regulatory aspect of the state bar, but more what would help you day to day practice law. What kinds of of resources would would help you create a, a healthy, sustainable practice? Something that you're interested in because it, it's going to help you out. And without having to go through that labyrinth of, of the other really important resources that you maybe need every now and then, but you don't need on a day-to-day -day basis. So that, that's really the idea. Now, again, I, I, I cheated in a little sense because you gave me a, a sneak preview. And so I was able to see kind of what's in there. So I kind of know the answer to some of this, but can you talk about what the site covers? I mean, I know there's books and there's how to start a practice, and we'll talk about some of those a little bit. But can you give us an overview of what all is covered on the site? Sure. So when you when you first go to the homepage of the new site, you are asked to to create an account. It's it's a free account. Um, it's it's just Woo, a way for free. us to <laughs> yeah free. We account. like free. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a way for us to to you know a lot a lot of the resources there are are specifically for Texas lawyers, and we want to you know we want to uh, be providing this as a benefit for Texas lawyers. So within the site itself, you can do things like you can take a look at the law practice re uh, management resources that we have. Uh, you can take a look at some videos that cover practice management topics. You can take a look at some articles that cover how to run your practice, how to create a, a technology plan, how to create a business plan for your practice. Um, you can also download some forms that, that again, are, are free um, to, to use. Uh, then you can also go over to the Texas Bar Books portion of the site and take a look at some of the, the books and online 
resources that are more substantive, things like um, I already mentioned the, the pattern jury charges, but we have several practice manuals as well that can either be purchased in as hard copies or they can be purchased as an online subscription. And then that subscription runs through the website as well. And then um, one of the aspects of, of the site that I think is, is going to be helpful for folks who are interested in some of those subscriptions and some of our products is that you can manage your account through the website. And that was uh, probably from the Texas Bar Books side of things. The question that we had people calling us about more often than anything else was, hmm. you know, can I just go online and pay my bill and manage my account? And um, we've tried to make that really easy to do. But that's going to be on Texas Bar Practice. That's not going to be mm-hmm. on the TexasBar.com site because, again, there, you got to, you're, you're effectively keeping two separate accounts, right? Yes, One it, is, is, okay. it is two. Yeah, it is two separate accounts. And so the account on Texas Bar Practice is, is going to cover the resources like a, a subscription to the Family Practice Manual. And one of the the other nice things about that is that um, your account can be linked to a law firm. So that if, oh, okay. um, if if the firm has a subscription to some of our materials, they can um, see in one place what attorneys are entitled to use as materials. They can add attorneys. They can uh, manage the resources when an attorney leaves the firm. So I think that is going to be really handy for people as well. Oh, that's interesting. So that way, that way, entire firms can can buy a subscription. You're not having to do it individually by attorney. Absolutely. Okay. Now, I, I did notice. The guide to starting a law practice, which looked kind of interesting, and I could see that being interesting, especially for maybe for younger lawyers, or I should say, more newly minted lawyers who are looking to go out on their own. And so, and you even had a part on there about partner compensation. Did I read that correctly? Where you can figure out how to structure partner comp. I mean, that's. I mean, I mean, talk about talk about wading into murky waters. I mean, that's 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 a big issue at a lot of firms. But there's actually going to be resources and ideas on how to structure partner compensation. Am I reading that right? Yes. Well, what, we're, uh, what we try to do, as I mentioned, we've got a committee, the uh, Law Practice Management Committee, that's a sure. standing, standing committee of, of the state bar. And what we try to do is really tap into the expertise of the members of that committee and ask them to um, either do a short video or to write about um, a topic that they feel like they've they've got something to say about and something that they think is important for lawyers. And so that was one of our, our newer resources that came out of some of, of the recent work of the committee. I'm kind of excited about the fact that, that now, uh, since the pandemic, one of the, the things that's a little easier is to do things like uh, record short videos sure. uh, just through Zoom. So it's it's gotten actually easier for us to tap into the, the expertise of that committee and bring resources very quickly online. Yeah, well, it, and I got to say, it, it kind of struck me as maybe gutsy to sort of talk about <laughs> partner compensation. I mean, I, I don't know how many other how many other state or local bars are doing that, but you know, I, I know years ago when I was looking into that very topic, it was, you know, it was kind of like an, and it, it depends and you talk to different lawyers and some people want to reveal, some people don't, you know, about what they, how they do their partner compensation. In some cases, it was an hour long discussion because there were just so many different variables to it. But so to actually tackle that is, is, is interesting. So if you've got a couple of lawyers that want to start up a practice, you're giving them a guide on how to how to structure their their relationship in a sense. 
Well, you know, I, I like that, that you said it's gutsy. I, I hope that this website is gutsy because um, what we found over the years is that people call us with difficult questions. Sure. And and they're looking for some advice. And, and although um, it, it is sometimes difficult, there's not a clear-cut answer, I would yeah. definitely rather give, uh, you know, go to our group of experts on the Law Practice Management Committee and say, look, can, can you give folks something to go on, some kind of advice, something that will help them at least get started. Because otherwise, if, you know, if you're just, if we're just putting up articles that everybody's heard before on topics right. that everybody's familiar with, I don't think it's really going to be a place that, that people feel like they need to visit. Instead, I hope that, that they find some, some interesting topics and um, it, it gets some discussion going on some of these, these problems that aren't really very easy to find an answer to. You also talk in the site about technology issues, and I know that's been that's been another thorny kind of burr in people's saddles. You know, especially lawyers who say, "Look, I don't I don't really know that much about technology. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with technology. I still like getting faxes. I mean, what are, you know, there are people <laughs> different ends of that spectrum. So how how deep will the site go in terms of technology? Is it going to actually recommend service providers? Is it going to say, look, given your firm size, you need to do X, Y, and Z? Or, you know, is it is it more of a general overview? Can you talk to us about the technology side? Sure. I, I think that you're right that technology is is really a challenge uh, mm-hmm. right now. And it it keeps moving forward and um you know, I didn't know what Zoom was a, a couple months ago, and and now you know I, I'm using it all the time. So we'll uh, never forget. <laughs> we'll never forget now. 2020, um, but, never forget. Yes. Uh, but you know, you you wonder what's coming in 2021. There there are always new opportunities. I do think that we have the the capability to look at specific types of technology and and to give people. You know, maybe not not necessarily a recommendation of this is exactly what you need, but at least the information to to make a decision about whether a certain kind of technology is a good fit for their firm. You know, we are constantly hearing from um, providers who have new technology available that that we look at both within the law practice management committee, but also internally within our division. Uh, so I, I hope that we're going to be able to give some advice to folks and give them some ideas and go pretty deeply into technology because it's it's such a big issue and it's something that firms really struggle with. Um, yeah. I understand what you're saying that a lot of a lot of people um, they would rather not uh, have to deal with with a lot of different uh, new technologies. It, it sure. can be time consuming and difficult, but hopefully we can give people some advice and something to go on. Well, and as, as a subset of that, there's also the issue of cloud computing, which, you know, it's it's interesting because as an observer of this, you know, there was a time when I, I still remember maybe five or 10 years ago, you know, people used to say, well, the cloud is very dangerous. It's not very secure. And now we're hearing, well, no, you better put everything up on the cloud if you want it to truly be secure. So it's like, you know, we've got this total about face. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, when I read on workout techniques or dieting techniques, I mean, at one point they say don't eat carbs and then they say, no, you need carbs, right? And so it just, it flips. But you've got a section in there on cloud computing resources. And so, you know, how how deep is that going to go? I mean, I, I think that's, to me personally, I find that very helpful because, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those controversial topics, you know, at least from my views. So can you talk to us a little bit about the, about the cloud computing side and, and what kind of inspired you to put that in there? 
Sure. Um, well, going back to the Law Practice Management Committee, we had um, a chair of the committee a few years ago who was very interested in having a paperless office. And of course, if you're going to have a paperless mm-hmm. office, cloud computing is is going to be a part of that. That's that's going to be, a, to. A, yeah. you kind of have to. And <laughs> that kind of got the committee down the road of looking at it. And, and as you said, um, it is controversial. And there were committee members who thought that um, it was something that was really good. And then there were folks who were worried about the security. And it uh, that conflict um, really helped the committee decide to go deep into the issue. And I think we do have some resources up there that that go pretty pretty deep into the issue of security for um, cloud computing. But like I said, things move fast, so uh, this is not a this is not a static issue. And I'm sure we're going to be revisiting it and looking at it again because, uh, especially when you're talking about security with technology, what you find I think a lot of times is that. Uh, security one day is not security the next day. You're constantly sure. having to upgrade and find new ways to to make your your law firm secure. But that's some something that I think we're well equipped to to investigate and and to try to really bring some additional resources. So do you think you're do you think you're ready for the for the fairly frequent updates that you'll probably have to make? I mean, it sounds like especially with things like cloud computing or with technology, there's going to be, you know, what's what's cool today is verboten tomorrow or it just changes. It's kind of like the world of fashion, you know? So <laughs> are, are, are you, do you feel like you and your team are ready to, you know, be posting fairly regular updates to people so that that way the information stays fresh? Absolutely. I, I, you know, really that was um, one of the the aspects of the new website that, it maybe is is more uh, visible to those of us on the staff who are working with the back end of the website. Sure. But um, we did have that problem with our old website that although uh, we wanted to keep the material fresh, it was hard to do. And with the new website, it, it is going to be a lot easier for us to um, you know really post fresh content uh, very quickly and very easily. And that's the goal is for us to uh, constantly have something new and interesting and fresh on the website so that uh, you don't feel like, oh, well, I, I looked at, at that um, and I can I can leave for six months and it's it's all going to be the same material. Right. Uh, I'm hoping that attorneys find that every time they, they come back, they find something new that's helpful. What do you think, you know, of, of all the all the topics that you're going to cover, because when you talk about law practice now, that's it's it's no longer just knowing how to represent clients. It's become so much deeper over the years. What do you think will be the most sought after feature or maybe features of the site? I mean, obviously it may go in, in unexpected ways, but right now, what do you think people are going to, are going to flock to the most? Uh, I, I do think technology is something that, mm. that people really care a lot about. Um, uh, partly because that's really not what you learned about in law school, right? Um, mm-hmm. There, there isn't, uh, or at least when I went to law school, there wasn't a, a course in in technology. Um, no. So <laughs> you kind of have to pick it up as you go. So I, I think that's something that that attorneys are always looking for. There are a lot of we get a lot of questions about just nuts and and bolts issues of of running a practice. Things like how long do I have to keep client files? Mm-hmm. What are some of the, the requirements for security? What are some of the mm-hmm. ethical issues of running the practice? 
And so those are, I think, always um, issues that that people need information on. But then you've always got something that that just comes up, like the pandemic, that uh, we mm-hmm. we didn't know we were going to be posting any material about how to run a law practice during a global pandemic. And sure. nobody thought that was going to happen. Um, and so, you know, that's now a big section on on the website because that was something we just had to cover. So. Uh, to a certain degree, we don't know what's going to happen, and we need to be able to adapt when uh, a topic comes up. One other topic that we often have a lot of questions about is how to close a practice. Mm-hmm. And a lot of uh, attorneys uh, in Texas are um, getting to the end of their career. Um, you know, we've heard a lot about the um, sort of tidal wave of baby boomers who are getting to the end of their career, and they're starting to think about. Uh, what's going to happen to their practice when they're ready to leave the practice of law? And so that's a, a very frequent question. And we've really tried to provide some guidance and give some resources on the website for that issue as well. We get a lot of questions about that. Now, just to clarify, this site will not have CLE materials on it. That's still going to be at TexasBarCLE.com. This is yes. more, these are more practice tools that you use, and you're not necessarily going to get CLE credit for for reading about cloud computing and you, you, reading a guide. So am I correct there? I want to make yes. that clear that this is not a CLE site. Yes. This is more of a practice resource site. So right. now there were two words on the sneak preview that you gave me that kind of stood out, two words. And I wanted, wanted to ask you what you meant by it because it's it sounds like it's got a double, maybe a triple meaning, but it says practice well. <laughs> right, right. So So talk to us about this term practice well and what you mean by it. Right. Yeah. Um, we, we really did think very hard about that term. Um, really, our, our thinking there is that if you're running a law firm, you want that law firm to be successful. You want to do a good job practicing law. So you want to practice well in the sense that um, your law firm is successful and it's sustainable and sure. um, you're doing a good job. But you also don't want to be killing yourself practicing law. You want to mm. practice well in the sense that um, it's a healthy thing for you to do and a, a, a job that, that hopefully Texas lawyers enjoy as well as, as do because um, either they need to earn a living or they, they feel they, they have to do it. Um, you know, I, I think most attorneys, they enjoy practicing law and they want it to be something that's healthy and sustainable for them personally and fulfilling. So practice well, to me, um, encapsulates both of those ideas, that you have a, a successful, sustainable practice, but it's also a healthy practice for the attorney and for the clients and, and as a business. See, and actually, I, I, had, a, I had a third meeting in, in, in my head. And so I okay. thought- That's least, good. <laughs> yes, yes. So I thought it's kind of like a well, like a water well. And so there's oh, like a cool. well of information. So, you know, you can kick people with one foot and do your best 300 impression. Just be like, this is Texas. <laughs> no. Well, that's great. I had not thought of that, but that works as well. And so, so I'm really excited that there's, there's even a meaning <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't thought of. So that's great. Hey, we got, we got a, we got a triple entendre. Now, when is, when is the official launch date of the site? Like, when does it go live? Do we know yet? Yes, yeah, we do. September 20th is the okay. date that we're going to launch. So okay. it, it's getting there. Okay, good, good. So hopefully by the time people are are hearing this, by the time our listeners are tuning in, it will be up and running and they can go straight to it and right. and start delving into it and experiencing everything that 
that your team has worked so hard to prepare. Now, after September 20th, are you going to go like on a big vacation <laughs> or <laughs> once it goes live, are you, are, are you, are you like, look, look, mom was going to Vegas. I mean, what's, what's going to happen? Uh, no, I don't think I will. Our website manager, we may need to send him on, on vacation because he has, has worked. Uh, Connor Jensen is our website manager and uh, he has a, a team of folks who've been working on, on this um, project, as I said, for months and uh, he's worked nights and weekends and, um, you know, sometimes he looks pretty tired. So, so we may have to, we may have to send him out off on vacation, but no, we'll, uh, uh, we won't abandon the site once it launches. We've, we've got a team of folks who are excited to, to see the launch and to see people start using it. And uh, there are a lot of tools behind the scenes that our staff is really excited about. There's, there are a lot of things that we haven't been able to do with our old websites that we're going to be able to do with this one. And, and so internally, we've got a lot of new toys to play with. So we're not going to go on vacation. We're going to be playing with our, our new website and, and uh, adding content even after the, the 20th, especially after the 20th. Well, sure. It, 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 it sounds exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to September 20th. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to check it out and and start playing around in there. So, you know, I, l- let me just take this opportunity to thank you and your staff for this, for all the hard work and for the the wonderful endeavor. This, it sounds like it's pretty cutting edge. I don't think, I don't know how many other places you can go to to find this. So again, thank you. Well, I, I, I hope everybody likes it and I hope we get a lot of feedback too, because uh, it, it's not going to be a static thing. So I, I hope uh, Texas lawyers will let us know what they like, what they want to see added um, because we should be able to do that. Well, we're lawyers in Texas, so that's two factors that will mean you'll probably get lots of feedback. <laughs> probably <laughs> so, will, probably will. Everybody will tell you what they think, absolutely. But I hope so. But at any rate, Sharon, I, I know we've only touched the tip of the iceberg of everything you and your team have done, but you know we are out of time, unfortunately. So you know, again, thank you for being a part of the podcast and for giving us this preview to this this really really cool new feature. And and again. Of course, congratulations to you and your staff for creating this. Well done. Well, thank you. I, I really hope that everybody will check it out and um, uh, we're excited about it. Absolutely. So, and, you know, I want to thank you for listening in and tuning in and being a part of this as well. And I want to encourage you to save www.texasbarpractice.com in your bookmarks and keep an eye out for the launch on September 20th. And of course, Above all else, please stay safe during these unusual times and make sure you follow all applicable orders for dealing with COVID-19. And please advise your clients and loved ones to do the same. The situation is changing fluidly and rapidly, so please seek out legal counsel if you have a question. And of course, if you like what you heard today, please rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, remember, life's a journey, folks. I'm Rocky Deer, signing off for now. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Go to TexasBar.com slash podcasts. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts and RSS. Find both the State Bar of Texas and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or download the free app from Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, the State Bar of Texas, Legal Talk Network, or their respective officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, or subsidiaries. 
None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.